0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to another episode of No Head, where we learn to live in the present moment and navigate life together. This podcast is available in all the podcast apps. If you haven't subscribed, please pause just now and subscribe and rate me. It really does help others discover this podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. At no Head Podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time, my name is Dorothy Oracle, and when I'm not doing my day job in communications, I facilitate a mindfulness course at Google called Search Inside Yourself. Today's quote is from Ingrid Bergman. Quote, you must train your intuition. You must trust the small voice inside you, which tells you exactly what to say, what to decide. End of quote. Hello, breathers. (laughs) How are you doing, breathers? That's my name for all of you who are taking time to breathe and be in the present moment. My guest today is Alice Nanga. Thank you. I am so delighted to have you with us.
1: Thank you so much for having me
0: and as this is our practice we start by doing three breathing exercises Mm. we breathe in to a count of four hold to a count of two and then breathe out slowly through the mouth and we'll do that three times are you ready yes all right this breathing is really to help us just bring ourselves together we've Mm -hmm. been out doing so many things and this just gets us centered yeah all right so let's start Breathe in, hold, breathe out slowly, breathe in, hold, breathe out slowly, breathe in, hold, Breathe out slowly and now let your breathing return to its normal rhythm, not controlling anything, just letting your breath be, feeling your breath, feeling your body and in this present moment. Thank you.
1: Wow. That felt nice. Thank oh, you. Thank you. Thank you for joining
0: me. <laughs> thank you. Thank
1: you for inviting me.
0: Alice, I have wanted, you know, I have stalked you <laughs> because I wanted to have this session with you. And so before we tell everyone about you and what you have done, I was wondering whether you could start by sharing what did COVID-19 teach you? What, what lessons did you learn?
1: Actually, covid taught me quite a lot, mm-hmm. but in general, it taught us we need to get out from our comfort zone. I mean, we were just sitting at home, and all we had to do is go to the office, come back. It taught us how to create time with the family. Right. I mean, It taught us to think out of this, mm. uh, the normal, yeah, right. that we actually have so many other things that we can be able to do mm. without, um, what do I say... Mm-hmm. About, uh, sorry he taught us so many things that we never our minds were never opened right. but now we were stuck at home mm. and we had to sit there and mm-hmm. figure it out you don't have anywhere to go right your kids you've never had time for your kids so it actually taught me quite a lot yeah. and be out there i mean i would go there because we're all enclosed in one right. place go outside there look at the nature feel it you know and right. just be together with the nature which was so calming
0: right yeah talking about nature you are a hiker which is yes. and i'm a hiker too <laughs> we've never hiked together but you're a hiker tell yes. us what motivated you to become a hiker and what are the joys of hiking Oh,
1: great mm. now this hiking actually mm. I was taken by my best friend mm-hmm. for my 40th birthday to Mount Kenya without any practice, without anything, but I kept telling them I really want to go and hike Mount Kenya. Right. So she planned for it with another friend, and that's how my hiking started. I so
0: you started your first hike going to Mount Kenya. To Mount Kenya. That is 40. bold. That, that is bold. I know. <laughs> wow. Before
1: that, it mm. was just, you know, you get to take the kids. Tungong Hills and do just two hills and come back. It wasn't really the, the right, hiking. Right. But the minute that I went to Mount Kenya, I felt I connected so much with the nature. Mm. I mean, I just felt I'm closer to God. Right, I was so content. Mm. I mean, it really felt something different. And right. from then, I have been hiking all through. I mean, in fact, I just don't get time off work. Mm-hmm. I would love to hike a lot. I would love to hike every one week. I'm in a mountain. Right. Yes.
0: So your your sort of hikes are the mountains. Do you do the easy hikes? That's what oh. we would think of.
1: <laughs> yes. What What I do, I also do the easy hikes, mm. but I choose where to go. Mm. Mostly, I like to go places where I haven't been. But there's always a place. Like, I love waterfalls where right. you go through the forest yeah. there's some calmness mm. that just brings you know brings somebody back to life especially mm. if you're like so stressed in what you're doing your right daily,
0: the
1: daily works and all that when you go for a hike like waterfall so mm. i would also go for the easy hikes mm. i would go for intermediate but I love to do like two big mountains every year. Right. It doesn't matter whether, whether it's local or mm. an international place, mm. I, I would love to go every year. Just that it's a right. bit expensive right. to keep doing this, but I would go anytime for any hike. No, and I hear you yeah.
0: because for me, that's why I love hiking. It's the mindfulness bit because you are at one with nature. and there's such a peacefulness you cannot do many things you don't have your phone you just need to be focused on your surrounding and 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 be at peace and be re-energized what are some of the things that you have learned from your hiking experiences
1: Uh, let me tell you the most I'm telling you that uh, with all the hiking First, you get to learn that you leave so much behind. That mm. we all have baggages, right. and we all have stress. I mean, could be the family, it mm. could be at work, and all that. I mm. have learned that when you go hiking, you actually tend to forget everything and sort of like restart. Yeah, right. Every Saturday that I would go, I could have had a fight with my kids. Mm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> right. Um, and. Every time I come back, I'm more calmer.
0: Mm. yeah. Mm.
1: And it has made me learn that I actually can't do now without hiking. I feel so much joy. Mm. I enjoy it so much. You go out there and I get to reconnect with God. I never used to feel like that before. But when I'm there, because I love actually walking and not really talking so much mm. with people, especially when we start, it makes my mind just... Re, it re-energizes me hmm. and makes me feel I'm here and I'm doing this for my own good and it, it, basically it's wonderful
0: right yeah. right yeah. so how I got to 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 know you and see you was in the mountain Slayers whatsapp group when there was a picture of you posted uh, that was posted by one DS, someone else and was like You had reached um, point, was it? Nelion. Nelion, Nelion. Nelion, exactly. And it was just, I was just like, I want to talk to you because I did that once, but I was so, I I had altitude sickness and I didn't do it, but you just looked serene, the pictures that we saw, and I was like, I want to talk to you about that. Can you talk to us about the hike that you just did, um, your intention was to get to Batian. Yes,
1: that's
0: correct. Uh, Tell us how, you know, the journey, the preparation, because now I know you need to prepare.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: Um, And the lessons that that that, that, that experience taught you.
1: Okay, Nelion actually started, I was so inspired by a lady called Mm Kamoeti who did it uh, in 2020, and I saw that lady go to Batian. And I was amazed. Because Batian, the technical... Nedon is a technical uh, mountain. To right. Go to. So, so many of Kenyans don't know that you can actually go there. Mm. The guides, I don't know whether it's a problem with the guides or the people who basically just mm. uh, manage that Mount Kenya. They tend to always take the international guys, you know, the expatriates that right. come. And all the years I've been in that mountain, I never thought at any one point I would even get to Nelium, do the technical. So once I saw Kamweti do it, she was actually the second Kenyan lady to go to Batian. I was so inspired. And in my head, I knew I am going to Batian. Well, That's why I went um, beginning of January Mm -hmm. to try and get to Batian, though I didn't get there. But um, I actually talked to
0: us about the journey getting up yes. to Fort Yes. Okay.
1: So what I did, I actually got a technical guide to take us for practice because you have to learn it's rock climbing. Right. Which it is a risky thing to do, but once you learn it, you learn it. It's very. Very interesting, and I mm. love it. So I got to speak to Peter Maituli, mm-hmm. who actually summited Batian. He was 15 years old. Okay. First time he summited. Oh so really? Have, yes, yes. So we have been doing practices for the past like five, six months.
0: Doing so your mount, your, your, Doing our rock climbing. climbing. We
1: go to Lukenya and mm. Hills Gate to keep practicing, mm. and until when he says you're ready, that is when you you get to get the password to get to to (laughs) to, batian uh, batian so anyway i practiced with him around six months and uh, we made a date let's try it out you're ready alice and uh, we agreed to go in january
0: right yes so it was just you and the guide and peter Mm. yes
1: it was just me and peter yeah, so we went and uh, basically the day of uh, getting to Nellyon, we had to hike mm-hmm. from Met Station, went to Mackinder's. Mm-hmm. From Mackinder's we went to Austrian Austria
0: Camp. Yes, yes. Yes, Austria that Kamp. is where we
1: spent the night. Mm. and woke up at about 4.30 so that we can have our breakfast at 5 o'clock and leave by 5.30. We were mm. out of there. And from um, Austrian Heart, we had to walk to... The base of uh, Nelion. Mm. The base of Nelion just took us like about an hour.
0: Really? Yes, you guys are yes. fit, right?
1: So, <laughs> it's not that far actually, but... Uh, it it's bit, tough. Yes, it yes. is tough. Yeah. And uh, when we got there, of course, our guides uh, had uh, carried for us all the ropes and mm. uh, the things for rock climbing. Mm. And uh, we started climbing at about quarter to seven and uh, we got to Neleon at about uh, three o'clock. We were a bit late, but it was so tough for me because Mm -hmm. I had to carry my bag. I had my sleeping bag. Oh, you didn't have a porter. No, you can't okay. get really a porter for the technical climb. Right, unless because you pay another guide. Yes, yes, that's and that's expensive. Yes. The porters just yeah. go back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we had uh, to go with Peter, and he actually helped me carry quite a lot of stuff. Hmm. But I had like twelve kilos in my bag. That's too much. So <laughs> you know
0: that that's too much. You yes. should have like nine. In
1: fact, I told him if I knew, I would have just told him. Um, let's try the north face. But right, what it is. Yeah. 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 So we got to Nelion. I'm telling you, it was tough. Mm. It wasn't that easy. Yeah. And there is a place they call um, uh, the Mm Degraaf. It was quite challenging for me. Right. Because we had to make some moves. Yeah. And Mm. that time you have the bag and if you turn back, Mm. you are actually quite scared.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: In fact, I really had to go telling my God, please. I've left my family at home. Take care of me. You decided
0: you're not moving. And
1: then no, I had to move. Yes, but I had to literally take a moment and tell God, please, God. I've prayed for this. Get me to where I am going because it was a bit tough. There's right? the Digrav.
0: Yes. So from the digraph you go to
1: to Nelion
0: there was ah, still okay. another, like, right. three or four pitches. Okay.
1: Can't remember very well. Wow. But there was also a traverse where mm. it was so open. In case of anything, of course, you won't fall because Peter has you. Yeah. Yeah. He's mm. holding you on a rope. Right. And, uh, at that point... So from the graph, serious. you're using the ropes. You're using the rope from the base. Yes. You're actually using the rope from the base. Wow. And there are about uh, 19, 20 pitches all the way to Mm Nelion, yes. So So you did all that. I did all that. Bravo, bravo. And uh, I know I took a fall Mm. at the traverse and degraved. Right. But that's the only place that I actually took a fall. So I actually felt I did the best that I could. Right, exactly. I was very happy with that. Mm. Um, Then from there, when we got to Nelion, we still had time to go to Batian. Right, and uh, we had to leave our bags and put on our crampons because we were going through a place called Gate of Mist However, when we got to put our bags down and Peter said, let's go now Mm. we went and wore our crampons and I looked at the situation at the Gate of Mist Mm. and something just told me Are you really sure Alice? Do you really want to do this? Right. I really thought about it and Peter was standing at the gate of mist, told me, come on, belay me, I'm going down. Mm. If you're coming, we still have time, Alice, you can make it. Right. We can make it to Batian. It was literally 200 meters away. Wow, you're seeing yeah. it. We yes. can see it opposite. But right. it's, it, it was going to take us an hour and a half to two hours right. to get there. But Peter stood there and asked me, Alice, we still have time. We'll come back to Nelion before it's dark. Mm-hmm. I promise you we'll come back. Right. And something just told me, no, come on, just, you can do this another time. This right. mountain is here, you can do this another time. Right. And I told him, Peter, something is telling me, don't go, don't proceed. Right. I'm happy with uh, getting to Nelion and I can always wow. come back to the mountain. Mm. So he stood there for five minutes, around five minutes convincing me. But I told him, it's okay, Peter. We've done the best. Let's just wait here at Melion and we'll come back the next season. Wow. So, yes, we had to say, that's it. And it was like, I mean, it's better safe than sorry. Yeah. Yes. Talk to me
0: about the listening, this voice that told you no, Alice, because I think a lot of times we hear the voice, mm -hmm. but we ignore the voice. Yes. Is it the first time you've listened to the voice? Are you someone who regularly listens to the voice?
1: It's actually, this was, I could say, the second time. Mm. I felt like that once I was in Zambia doing the bungee jumping. Mm. But I think it was too late for me. The guys had already left the, (laughs) the rope off. Yeah, I Mm. felt like that. I was like, Alice, come on, you can't do this. You're Mm. testing. You're testing God. Yes, right. (laughs) Yes. But this particular one just told me, I mean, even if Peter said we can take 45 minutes, something just told me don't go. I looked at the situation. I was like, Alice, you might just, I was already tired. Mm. Alice, you might just go maybe 10 meters and 15 meters and you start sort of like, Going... Uh, almost mm. like dozing or... I mean, because fatigue was there. Right. I was exactly. Tired.
0: And you'd come a long way. Yes,
1: yes. But I also asked myself, Alice, you can make it. It's 200 meters. Mm. And they're like, pass through the gate of mist. There's a place where you go down. Basically, one and a half hours would have been done. Mm. But something just told me no. Uh, something just told me no. Alice, don't go. And... I listened to my voice and said, you know what? Right. I can always come back. And that's why I really need to do it again. I must go back. I am uh, planning d- to go
0: back. And you will, and you yes. will do it. Thank but you, you told me something beautiful, which I really love, that you didn't go, but then you ended up being in the present moment and saw amazing things that if you're in a hurry to go mm-hmm. to Batian, you would have missed. Talk to yes. us about that, the experience.
1: To be honest, I felt if I actually went, I felt that I would have had an accident. Mm. I don't know what really made me feel that. Mm. I felt that this is not what, you know, like I'm testing God. Mm. So that's why I stayed behind. And there was some calmness. Because after that we actually went and sat at the top of Nelion on the rock, right? And there was so where much all calm. the flags are. Uh, there wasn't a flag. They are actually putting some flags now. Oh, okay, but mm. there are no flags at Nelion. and I felt so calm, and I looked at the nature. All we did for like an hour and a half is take some footage of mm. the views. It was so amazing. There's Mm. something that, in fact, I felt deep inside, you did the right thing. Right. I mean, this is what I was supposed to do. Mm. I felt you did the right thing. Right. And I can always come back. And
0: the right thing was also being in the present moment. You're telling me that your guy Peter, was like, he was also looking at the nature around Nelion for the first time. Yes. And what, yes, tell me.
1: He had been there. Peter had been there at Nellion, but just that looking at the nature. In fact, actually, he brought it up and said, "Alice, I really am very happy that you actually listened to your gut feelings." Right. Because he said, "The mountain is always here," Mm. but I am so happy that you actually listened to your gut feeling, Mm. and we are here now enjoying everything. Right. And we shall come back.
0: Right, yeah. How long did you stay enjoying the you know the beauty, the nature around um, Nelian?
1: We actually stayed out because now by that time we wanted to cross to Batian, it was mm. about now 3.30 when we wanted to cross. Mm. We actually ended up staying out until about six o'clock. Wow, having our lunch, we had our dinner, it mm. was lunch, come dinner, mm. we had carried. Uh, by the chef. Yeah. So we actually sat there and enjoyed all the views. Mm-hmm. And the best thing we could see Mount Kilimanjaro. Wow. We could see Ololokwe, Mount Meru. It Were you able amazing.
0: to take pictures? That's amazing. Yes, we took pictures. That is beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we took
1: pictures. So we sat there from about three thirty, mm-hmm. quarter to four, right. until six o'clock, and then there was this wind that just came and. I had to tell Peter, I am so cold. Now we need to get into the shelter where we were spending the night. Right. We were sleeping there, up there at Nelion. Is that where you slept? Yes, we slept at Nelion. It was very cold. Oh my. Yes. Right. very cold. But I really enjoyed because after we got inside actually Nelion, Mm. there was the sunset. And I told Peter... I don't know, we have to get outside this wind yeah. and go outside and take our sunset photos. And that, must be, that is view. always stunning. It was, it mm. was. I, went, I mean, we were the last people to see the, the sunset. Yes. I mean, like in Kenya, we were at wow. the highest point. Right. It was amazing. It mm. was so amazing. So we spent like another 15 minutes watching the sunset mm. and went now to rest at the Nellion the place. Wow. Yes.
0: So if you were to... I I really love that. So the lessons you learned from the hike to Mount Kenya is listening to yourself.
1: Yes, listening to myself. Mm. There was so much resilience. There was so much... I mean, you had to take this step Mm. and you had to believe in yourself because mm. the rock climbing, sometimes you step and you can actually sleep mm. and it could actually lead to fatal. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's so much that I learned and the energy, I mean, I can tell you that we mm. were a bit, um, we didn't have some energy at some point. Mm. Let me speak Both for w- myself, okay. maybe Peter. <laughs> 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 the thirst you have your water in the bag by the time you remove it there's yeah. so much to do right. and you're belaying peter mm. so there was so much like you had to learn to become you had to learn how mm. to take the right steps mm. but any step you might miss can lead to you falling right. or so you have to be present yourself. you have to be present right all through you yeah to be present yeah and it also taught me I needed to actually every step I needed to go telling God thank you right. thank you I am here you're the one taking care of me yeah. I also thought about my family mm. and uh, there's so much that was going in my head right you know, apart from tiredness there's so much that was going in oneself, mm. in the mind. But in the end, I mean, I was grateful that we right. hiked all the way up. We rock climbed right. all the way up and came back in peace.
0: In yes. peace, right. Yes, yes. What about those who are listening to us and thinking, gosh, Alice, you're a superhero. I think you are a superhero. But and <laughs> I'm thinking, how do I start? You know, just walking one kilometer kills me. Mm-hmm. How do they get into hiking and enjoy nature and enjoy the lessons you've shared with us?
1: To be honest... This thing, even rock climbing, mm. but from hiking, hiking, I believe so many people can do. Right. But rock climbing, people who fear the heights, right. I used to fear heights before. Not so much. Okay. But I got comfortable later. Mm. Anyone can do it. Anyone rock climbing as it. well. Yes. Anyone I fear heights, it. to be honest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, rock climbing is the thing why I won't get to Batian, you, you know? Can mm. you, slow, mm. you can do it. If you just
1: start slow, you can do it. You okay, know, you just go in stages. Mm. You can do it, anyone can do it. And as I said, Kamweti, once she went up there, All I right. actually went and had a meeting with myself and I was like, "Alice, you can do it. This girl has done it. Why can't you You do it? You can do it. Why aren't Kenyans going there? You can do it. So I believe anyone can do it actually. Mm. It just takes Mm. time. You might take three months. A person might take one year, Mm. but you can actually do it.
0: Right. Yes. I love that. I
1: really want to tell people out there, Mm. anything is possible. Yeah, don't make yeah. your mind that you can't go and rock climb. Right. I never used to think that I would go rock climbing. Mm. Yeah,
0: and that but here you, you are
1: exactly. Here I am. I have to go back to Batian, and actually looking to go and climb other places. Right.
0: Yeah. So tell me, I'm curious because yeah. I think I remember after I climbed uh, up to uh, Nelly, and I told you mm-hmm. of, um, a long time ago, and I got altitude sickness. But I think to Lenana, you mean uh, to, to Lenana, Lenana actually, yes. not to Nelion, to Lenana. Lenana,
1: yes, Lenana, because Nelion is a technical claim, it's a tec- and yes, I wouldn't do it, it if it I didn't have re- exactly. I
0: yes. felt that I had had, um, almost this thing of nothing is impossible if I mm-hmm. could do it with my sickness, with my everything, and how I was feeling and throwing up, nothing mm-hmm. is impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering for you, who's Reached Nellion, which is a technical climb, so for me that's already a big feat, yeah. and is going to batian soon. Mm-hmm. How does it feel? How does that translate? Do you feel in life when you're going and you know people are telling you oh that's amazing yeah. is there are there is there a strength and you've talked about resilience yeah. you know you can do yeah. anything
1: yes i I will actually tell you I also can get uh, mountain sickness mm. i have gotten it before. I remember even in Renzori, I felt a bit dizzy, you know, a little right. headache. Mm. It's normal. It's normal. And some people actually get it. Some people it's severe. Yeah. Some people don't. Right. But sometimes I find that uh, if you don't acclimatize well, yes. meaning you go in stages, you sleep mm. here, you acclimatize in a different uh, altitude, then mm. you go higher. Mm. But I will tell you, even porters in Mount Kenya who go like regularly, every month they're there they also get caught up in that altitude sickness okay. so people should not you should not give up you right. should not give up yeah right. and most of that if you have a headache you feel mm. a headache and you drink a lot of water right you find that it actually disappears mm. i don't know how it went with you mm. but um and if you don't manage of mm. course if it becomes severe right you must turn back because your life is more important. Right. I mean, that mountain is going to be there mm. every other year. Right. But if it gets worse, and that's why people go with uh, guides who are able to check, probably the right. pulse, yeah, right. to see whether how you're doing. And mm. if it's worse, they will definitely make sure that you descend.
0: Right. But
1: you should never give up. I have uh, had a friend who has tried like three, four times, mm. and she's still willing to go back. You right, I, lo- yes. I love that. That is yes. determination, you can do it. exactly, and courage. Yeah. So even us, I mean, even uh, when I was attempting Batian this mm. time, at some point in the middle of it, I started feeling a headache. I drank water and it went away, mm. so I was fine. And even the guides, they normally get the altitude sickness, so. You should never give up. Wow. I mean, and never giving up it's not part of my portion. Right. Yeah. I yeah, love that. Yeah. Right. So you can always go back and do it, try it again.
0: Right. Yes. And you are going to go back to Batian. Have am going you going to have go you back decided when? Is it yes. in twenty twenty
1: two? We actually decided yes. immediately when descended. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I told Peter I am going back to Batian. So it will be still this year mm-hmm. between June and August. Right. So that is a different route where you go through the sirimon route.
0: Ah yeah? right. So you oh yeah it makes sense to try a different route. Yes. yes. In how many days
1: faces, um this was the southeast face. Mm. Yeah. The normal route and then the other route is called North Face. Right. So it's totally different. Right. Yes. So and that of course you will we will go uh sleep at Old Moses mm. and then we go and sleep at Shipton. Mm-hmm. And then from Shipton now we go to the base of the North Face
0: right yeah and acclimatize there
1: we acclimatize at the when we sleep at old Moses. you're right. basically acclimatizing mm. because you've come from nairobi you go to Old Moses. it's a 3000 yeah mm. and you acclimatize there and then the following day you go to um shipton okay yeah? oh wow so from shipton there that's where now you go to the base and start the north face Right. so i know in my mind I am set to go back. I mean, I never really said I'm not going back, but I am going back to try it
0: again. And you will do it. We will be cheering you on. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank (laughs) Thank you you. (laughs) for sharing your journey, your love for mountains. And anyone can be a hiker. Those of you who want to hike, we are with Mountain Slayers, um, which is really good. (laughs) And you've heard about the guide, so if you want to do some rock climbing, does he teach rock climbing as well?
1: Yes, he teaches rock climbing. His name is Peter Naituli.
0: So, and where do people get him?
1: Yeah, we get him, I can always give the number. Okay. Yes. All right. he goes to uh, Lukenya, he can go to Hell's Gate. All right. And in fact, last weekend we were at Ololokwe
0: oh wow okay so we'll put his name um under for people who want to really have a guide thank you so much
1: thank you thank you believers yeah thank you very much may you be
0: present in all you do and may you be resilient and may you listen to your inner voice like alice did have a great week and see you bye-bye bye-bye
1: thank you